like a god walking amongst mere mortals. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. Um, can you repeat the part of this stuff where you said all about, uh, things? I know guys on crack that makes more sense than you. Finally, some honesty. good time i've started my party early that's right by the time you get this it'll be closer to or if not new year's eve and well i've just started her ali welcome to the disorderly show face for radio here with you and you just listened to a little bit of goodness latest songs or compilations of songs i guess from white bat audio go check them out sage yo <laughs> uh, <laughs> not the, not, yeah, not the, <laughs> uh, how are you yeah well um, you're not doing as good as me because i've started my celebration early oh i still have more coffee you still have morse code what i still have more coffee oh okay which is not good right Why now because coffee because I'm not going to waste the coffee. Okay. That's why. I'm not a waster. You're going to be up all night. Yes, I <laughs> am. Yeah, by myself. <laughs> but I'll get through it because why? Oh, God damn it. I really need to remember or bring up that SNL character's speech about where he's talking to himself and Saying he's, you know, you're, you're great, you're great. Oh, what was that? I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna find it, and I'm gonna find. That's gonna be. That's one of my New Year's resolutions right now. Finding that speech and trying to learn it because every time I want to talk about, hey, you know, I might be alone, but you know, dad, gamut. I'm wait. The world owes his pants or three thousand year old engineering marvel. <gasps> wow. Okay. Firefox. Thank you. Um. Well, okay. Why would you? Why would you have? Would that be interest of you? As I'm trying to find this, knowing about pants, old pants. Is that? Would that? Would you spend your time trying to learn about that? Would that article interest you? Learning about pants. Yeah, learning about the world's oldest pants. The world's oldest. And how they're a three thousand year old engineering marvel. I don't see how it would be just because knowing how to to cover up your frontal region has been around much longer than 3000 years I would think. So and it's and it's the only oldest pants we found. It's not the oldest pants. It's what we found so far because hey, digging for pants is really not high on the archaeological uh list. Uh I mean, true, but you go off evidence-based when it comes to science and history. So the oldest Stuart pants Smalley. was 3,000 years old. But yeah, before it was just garments that you cover yourself with. Right. Um, but would that interest you is what I'm getting at. To learn about pants? Yeah. Really? But why? Well, it's like pockets. <laughs> <laughs> Women weren't allowed to have pockets because apparently it gave them too much freedom. 
It still goes on to this I mean, day. I mean, that... finding a pair of pants without pockets or with good pockets for women is so hard. But that's amazing to me how that hasn't been exploited on, especially by a, a women-run business. You would think, the, and the business could be called Pockets. Like you would have pants. Thanks, it has pockets. <laughs> <laughs> I I really don't know why that is. Is it because the clothing industry is so closed? It's it's like the diamond industry, to where there's only a few companies that actually run it. Is that why they don't do it? Or maybe maybe it's a cabin in the woods thing, where. If women did get, if women, did, if so many women got pockets, then there would be this catastrophe that would occur to the world. Oh, it's nice. the, it, you know what it is? It's the purse industry is stopping pockets from being made for women. Because if you all had pockets, you wouldn't need a purse per se. That very well could be true. Is that in French per se? But yeah, just a lot, of, easy, a lot of clothing a, companies are, they, are, they just, pockets are dainty and they just meant to look good, which is like, no, can I get functional pockets with a good pair of pants, please, that look good, too? It's not that hard of an ask. Just make them deeper. Well, but you got to think. Why? Now, now we're, I think we're getting to some conspiracy theories sort of thing because it's... That would make huge business right now. It's like uh, bras that fit well. Now, do I have much experience with that? No, but do I hear it complained all the time? Yes, and I'm just like, just, I don't. <laughs> okay, we're getting too close. You need to, uh, you need to get your, uh, uh, I need to move. <laughs> well, that's why I never go with them to, to my place, because I never really want, I want to have some sanctity of myself. So if I see a relationship is starting to get serious, I, I don't know. I just I'm I'm peculiar about my freedom, I should say. And uh, I actually did that one time to a girl. No, I didn't. But it would be hilarious if <laughs> you were talking uh, seriously to a significant other, and you just weren't feeling it, but they were, and they ask you, well. But why don't you want to be with me? And then you just do your old best Braveheart, and you go, freedom! And then you walk out. You just don't say anything else. Just walk out. No? Uh, no. <laughs> I thought it'd be hilarious. <laughs> I mean, I guess, yeah, it would be hilarious for you, but very humiliating. It would be hilarious. No, but it would be hilarious for them. No. Yes, it will. No, yes, it would. At the, no. at the beginning, no, it wouldn't be. But afterwards, yeah, it would because they would tell it because she would have gotten over it. Her friends would have helped her out. Sure, why And not? then she wouldn't hang on to that. Would she? Probably, yeah. Really? Does that mean she doesn't have like a lot of friends to help her out, get over it? Or she doesn't tell her friends because it's humiliating. Oh. Uh, but what if, uh, but wouldn't you just, Make the guy to be out. And, hey, look, you, you. That was a huge red flag. You missed it. Throw out the positives of. Hey, look, this is why you shouldn't have been with, been with him. And then start to get her to look at the positiveness. That's what I do sometimes with uh, females that reject me. I go, oh well, I probably dodged a bullet. There was probably a massive headache. 
that was uh, I didn't want to deal with. So that that's kind of how I deal with that too. That and like I said, gentlemen, I have an out. So yeah, so you're just saying, or you're saying, well, yeah, I could see immediately in that you feel terrible, but after a bit, wouldn't you? After okay, it's just, just the feeling would dissipate. I think you just move on and just kind of the next thing you see them, you just don't talk to them. Oh, God, no. I try not to see them again. Well, yeah, nobody wants to see their ex. Yeah. But, like, you end up seeing them on occasion on so- in social interactions. Oh. Well, that's also why I don't have friends. So that way, there we don't have to do the split up or, hey, no, I get to see you every other weekend or any of that. I have acquaintances, sure. But... I'm one of those needy types of people that if you're not around consistently, then it's like, eh, what's up? Walk on and move on. If I see you, awesome. If not, I just found it's easier that way. And it just works for me, though. If it doesn't work for you, then you don't, ha- you don't have to be like me. You don't have to be like the face. Yes. Who some could say is hiding all of his pain behind drinking and trying to make people laugh. Eh, well, I, I'm not paying you for therapy. Anyway, the SNL character. Do you remember Stuart Smiley? Smalley. Smalley. Yeah, Stuart Smalley. Okay, yeah. You do? Mm, vaguely. All right, so he did this thing where, which a lot of SNL characters, I'm like, who the fuck comes up with this stuff? Um, writers. <laughs> well, writers. Well, writers. Writers in quotes because you're sitting there going, "That's that's what you came up with." It sounds like they they thought it was funny to them, and then went, "Hey, does this seem funny?" I wonder if there's like an objective crowd, like they pull off the street real quick. Hey, we're thinking about doing this bit. What do you think? And. Then if it gets a good reaction, awesome, cool. If not, don't put it on there. Kind of like what comedians did back in the day before they went on Johnny Carson, uh, where they would test out material at different clubs, and those jokes that worked, that's what gets presented on national television. Um, but I don't know, because, and uh, to be objective, I don't think there was a, there wasn't a, there haven't been, over the course of SNL's run, a lot of funny, like objectively funny skits in my humble opinion but there was this character that al franken did called Stuart smalley and he said this he did his like affirmations where he would say i'm good enough i'm smart enough and doggone it people like me you would think i would be able to remember something simple as that but nope just proving my point that if I don't think about you for a bit, it takes a bit. Now, I could reference back to, oh, that's kind of what, oh, I know what it was supposed to be, but off the top of my head, trying to find it, good all that, no. I had to use ye old internet and its gloriousness. Ah. <sighs> so how was your week, Sage? It was pretty busy. After busy. Busy. How was it busy? But Oh, were you celebrating Kwanzaa? No, I was not. Uh-huh. Uh, just, <gasps> Why not? Uh, I mean, Didn't you get invited. the day after Christmas, the returning all the gifts that don't work or, <laughs> or don't work. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> oh, because, uh, yeah, there, it just seems massive, the yeah. amount that gets returned, and you're sitting there going, really? I wonder what the 
what the reaction is when you open the gift, knowing you're going to return it. I don't think that people buy gifts knowing that they're going to return it. It just happens like something oh, you doesn't think? work or someone doesn't like it. Um, so, like, so would you say that most people, when they open a gift, they are appreciative of just receiving something? I think most people are. There are the occasional... Well, that's why I said most, because then that would leave room for... That, yeah, so most people, I think, are appreciative of what they get and will either, and use, then, or will either use it or politely put it away without letting the gifter know that they didn't like it. And how often our Well, they got to learn... They got to know real quick, because on the 26th, if all those are being returned, they got to know real quick that they're not keeping it, that they don't want it. Uh, is that I, think, as, I think if you're if you live with that person, yeah, it's it's simple to tell. But like, if someone goes home with your gifts, like, what, what are you gonna do? Like, follow them home? Yeah, <laughs> like, but just, okay. But there's also if you give them a gift that could be hung on the wall or displayed somewhere or worn, then eventually at some point they're gonna be like, hey, where's I? Where did you place my gift? Why haven't you? Why haven't I seen you wear your gift? Why haven't you used my gift? I, I personally, like, if I give someone a sweater and they don't like it, I don't care. I know there are some people that, are, that get offended by All right, it. but what about your significant other? What if you gave them something that they, that you thought they would really like, and they were just like, what the fuck is this? I, we have pretty good open communication, and so if he doesn't like something, they will tell me. Just like, you Oh well, okay. Thought, so I got what? What then, you got? You got okay. Great. You keep throwing. Yeah, I got lucky in the universe. <laughs> back in my face. I think if you have a spouse that you can't communicate that you that a gift that they gave you you don't like, then oh, then it's a problem. Then it's a problem because oh. if you can't have that simple communication of hey, thank you so much for thinking of me, but. You know, can we go exchange it for something else? I didn't like the color, or it doesn't fit, or... You totally misread what I was trying to say. <laughs> exactly. Which, it th- I mean, in a relationship, it does. You're like, you know what, that... Letter- but you just said you had great communication. I, so why would you end up misinterpreting what they said? They could say, I really like this sweater, and I... And they pointed at the sweater, but from my point of view, they were pointing at a different sweater. So I got them... Uh... I, I got them a burgundy sweater instead of the burgundy, navy blue that they wanted. A burgundy. A burgundy. Ron so, Burgundy yeah, sweater. That's what you should have gotten them. <laughs> a Ron Burgundy sweater that said, great, Odin's Raven. I got them the ugly sweater because that's what I thought they were pointing at. <laughs> Which I would think they would want that instead of some stylish sweater. Do they make stylish sweaters anymore for layman people? Layman people. I'm talking about us, us common folk. Because I know for really rich people, really rich people have a world where because they could buy a lot of things, it just seems normal to be outrageous. As in, wait a minute, you're paying how much for what? And they're like, well, yeah. I go, you couldn't, wait, you paid not to have a, to have your own dialect now? <laughs> like, motherfucker. Wow, are you happy? No, no, no. Oh, okay, well, there's that. What's speaking of happiness, because around this time of year, well, actually, after Christmas, that seems like all the happiness goes away, and we're all just kind of in a fucking fog waiting for New Year's to happen. They're like, okay, start of the new year, let's go. 
Um, New Year's one of the oldest celebrations that we know of. Well, how do you know that? Uh, I was actually looking up on it. Um, Wait, is that what I'm learning tonight? Sure, we'll learn it. <sighs> Should have made that connection. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise! <Fucking> idiot. <laughs> Well, okay, because here's, here's okay, follow me on my thought process here. For a couple of weeks, we were meaning to get to Kwanzaa, and I inadvertently kept pushing it off because of other things I wanted to talk about. Or that actually just came up. When I get in front of this mic and I get in front of you, it just sparks, hey, I'm, I, you know what it sparks? Confidence in being able to just bring up anything that comes into my mind and to talk about. Because... I heard about a, oh, what was it? God damn it. The thing with the Something. Thing. <laughs> I forget if it was a, what type of show it was and what platform it was on. But the gist was, uh, and it, I think it was somebody who was genuinely, oh, wait, wait, wait. Uh, almost got it. Almost got it. Uh, fuck, I lost it. Uh, but it was somebody who was talking about um, how they were picked on and bullied and how they read a quote from somebody that said, hey, be curious, not judgmental. Meaning, if you don't know about something, have the courage just to be and to be able to go, hey, I'm curious about this. I haven't seen this before. Or if it's something that is now being accepted in society, that hasn't been before and you haven't grown up around it to be able to be curious and courageous enough to just ask questions about it. And that way you can get past it uh, instead of judging them on what they are and not who they are. So what was my point of all of this? I'm not sure. Me neither. <laughs> Maybe it'll come back to me like Celine Dion. Mm. Uh, Celine Dion or Shania Twain? Probably, which one do you like better? Which songs do you like better? Were you a big Celine Dion fan? Huh. <laughs> that is a good question. I, I, do I like got one right before the end of the year. I was able to ask a good question. Uh, I do like her, her, a lot of her music. Uh, well, it's all ballads. That's what she's famous true, for. She's not. True. She's not famous for any. Just like Denzel Washington isn't famous for any rom coms. I don't think that dude's been any of them. You want to talk about a dude? And I heard of. Oh, who's that goddamn comedian? I'll see if I can find it. Um, but he. Uh, let me see if I can find him. Anyway, um, so I heard about this from a comedian about Denzel Washington saying he's. Good, but he he's not a great actor, and of course everybody up in arms. What the fuck are you talking about? He's not great. Even rich people. What you about? That it's the reason is is because he only plays the angry black guy. That is true. He does right. So you can't say he's a good. He's a great actor because acting, like the dude who's uh, what the fuck uh, the guy who played. Well, shit, I can look up his name, too. Uh, who played... Uh, <laughs> uh, da, 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 da. Oh, come the fuck. Oh. That's a lot. Wait, 14 people have played Lincoln? God damn. Daniel Day-Lewis. 
that's the dude I was thinking of. That is somebody who I would consider an actor because he went from, or he did Lincoln, did Last of the Mohicans, which is an awesome movie, one of the best soundtracks of all time. Um, I would say a motivational song. That's one of the most best motivate. Forget Aya the Tiger. Do the main theme from Last of the Mohicans. Oh, uh, but he did that. He also did, and he went to did uh, Gangs of New York. And you do and those three different ones. You're like, that is rain. And yeah, he did some. A, that is a rain. He does, you know, artsy stuff and as well. But um, and he, he very early on, like some in the name of the father, I think it was. It was a true story about um these. Uh, it, was, it was basically Britain fucking over Irish people. What a shocker. Um, but that's range. But when it comes to Denzel. Angry black man. Uh, <laughs> uh, and you can't just sit there and be like, he's a he's a great actor because he's like, you only do one genre. And that is, uh, you know, that is, that's not something you would most, you would be able to just yeah. say, yeah, this is. Uh, the one character he did play that was different than, than that one. Oh, yeah. I mean, let me know. He the angry black man. Oh, fuck. Okay. It was. Different than his other characters was um, the one where he did with Angelina Jolie. I think it was called Bones. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, Jesus, I almost sounded like him there. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, because I can do a great Denzel. Yeah. Um. So yeah, oh yeah, he did because he was just he was a paraplegic. Yeah, and so, could only do that. Yeah, so he did. He, he, he but would that be would, would be that be range? I mean, that's. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I thought he did a good job with how he portrayed the character in that aspect. Oh sure, but that's that's. But yeah, but for the most part, going like, for Daniel Day Lewis to then yeah. go okay. What what's his range at? Yeah, I mean, even the even the Rock doing the Rock Johnson, he has oh. like, a range of movies. Like has right? he? Yeah. No. Oh yeah. I mean, he's done Mo- the the character from Moana. Uh. Okay. Um. He's uh. He's played a happy-go-lucky uh gay man. He's played. Um, what? What? Sh- wait. What? What movie was that? I'm trying to remember. It was like when he was first starting out, and he was just hilarious. Um. He played. He played one of the, the uh, supporting actor. Um. But yeah, I mean, now he's more cast, and you know, I, I'm a tough guy. But he he does he has branched out, and and I've liked all the other movies. That wow! He's so The Rock guy. has a better range than Denzel. <laughs> so right. <laughs> that sentence doesn't sound right. Huh? Well, then would then would John Cena have more range than The Rock? I don't know. I. Mm, no, I don't think he has. I've I've seen him also play the same character as well. Well, um, if he's done the same characters, then okay, so then it's on par with The Rock. So what no, we're saying I, is two I mean, wrestlers John, are mean, better than Denzel in <laughs> acting. That's what we're I saying. I don't know. I think John Cena is on par with Denzel. Oh, okay. But yeah, definitely Daniel Day Lewis, The Rock, who has been, they've played many different types of characters. 
So yeah, it, it's. I mean, if I mean, even if we're we're going through the one of the main streams, uh, what's his name? Yeah. <laughs> I totally it's know. It's a Marvel movie. He plays in quite a few of them. Okay, so what? Okay, uh, what character? Captain America. Oh, um. One of the Chris's. <laughs> uh, is it Evans? Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Um, one of the Chris's. <laughs> one of the Chris's. <laughs> um, he's played quite a range. Even in the Marvel universe, he went from playing uh, the Torch, who is super into himself, self-absorbed, to playing Captain America, who's completely the opposite. Right. Uh, and then I don't know if you've ever seen Puncture. No. It's uh, based on true events of how uh, a specific type of needle was invented to safeguard the nurses. Um, a lawyer, uh, basically a guy in, uh, invents a needle that once you, you use it, the needle retracts so that the nurses can't get punctured by it because a lot of nurses, especially back in the 70s, 80s, and 90s, were getting stuck by dirty needles because the guy, the, the people that they were working on were being like super aggressive and they'd, they'd inject them with, you know, some whatever they needed to inject them with and then they'd get poked and so they would end up with these bloodborne illnesses. Um, so his, uh, his, so this guy invents a needle because his friend who is a nurse ended up getting HIV and um, eventually succumbing to AIDS and dying mm. um, and leaving her son. But he, the Chris Evan plays one of the lawyers, and uh, they go after, uh, so this guy's got a patent. He's trying to get it out there. But the main company that creates needles keeps stonewalling them. They're paying people off, and they're just basically monopolizing them. So he hires this small firm to basically say, this is a monopoly, we need to expand and at every turn they keep like this company's just buying politicians and stuff and then finally they get uh able to get enough attention where they go after the big guy and they're like yeah this is a monopoly you you, you can't do this and it just it was a very interesting movie you know what platform that's on uh it was on netflix I don't know if it's still there. It might be on Hulu. Okay. Let me see. Hang on. Let me... It's called Puncture. Punk... Well, yeah, I understood that. Let's see. Just for... Yeah, I'm doing this for everybody else, so you don't have to look for it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wait, this is... Really not to... What the fuck can I spell Puncture? Oh, there it is. Um... Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Fuck, I got to sign in. Never mind. All right, you guys go find it. I'm not going to find it for you. <laughs> uh, what's it? What's his name? I think I've found... Yeah, Derek Poston. Poston? P-O-S-T-O-N. Like Boston with a P. <laughs> um, he was the comedian that came up with what I heard about Denzel. So, wanted to... Hey, if, I, if I'm able to, I will find the answers. And if I can't, that's why Sage is here. I cover all my bases, just like baseball, which I can't wait to get started again, even though it's a few months away. Uh, April's the... Because what's interesting about sports, and I know some people are like, God 
Damn it. So many shows without talking about sports, and now you had to break the streak. I love it. I love it. So eventually, I'm going to keep bringing it up. Um, but after something new is introduced, a new player, new rules, whatnot, there's these the teams and the organizations spend all year trying to figure out a way around it. I was talking with a buddy of mine earlier about how it is interesting how we all have a capability of a jailhouse mindset to where we find loopholes in the rules. We just find a way to be like, oh, okay, well, then I'm going to do this uh, to circumvent the rule there. And it was it's you don't have to be in jail to figure this out. It's really, I just found that kind of like, huh, that's ingrained in our heads to always figure something out. And I think we're, we, most humans like puzzles and seeing how they can do something differently. Now, that's got to be just more of a curiosity thing, right? Oh, I'm sure, yeah. Then why the fuck are we not going to space? Like, why is not everybody on board with that? Because we can explore it. We can. It can happen. Oh, that's it's true. just, I think it's, it's just an irritating. so far away and we haven't found a light speed. Wait, we, is it because, we're, is it because of the society we're in where we have to get instant gratification that we can't get to Mars in a day that we're like, meh? I, nobody wants to spend like eight months on a trip to Mars. Why not? Small tube. Why and then not? With the possibility of maybe not coming back. Again. <laughs> Maybe it's the maybe it's the generation I have to talk to. Like the latest one, they'll probably be willing to go. Wait, I don't have to come back to this shit? Okay. All right. Who knows? I mean, I wouldn't want to spend my time. Yeah, but you're sloppy. yeah, but you've you've got a you've got other things in your life. Somebody who's young and doesn't if they're willing to join the military, they're willing to be shot <laughs> into space, is what I'm getting at. I think of the military, they're all like, okay, I can do, I get, I get paid and I can do stuff with people. And man, are they trying to pay people. Woo. There's some, uh, so the Air Force is having a big problem retaining pilots. And so they're offering, this isn't for every pilot, by the way, but I'm just giving you the top end bonuses they're giving for some pilots to stay in. Now, Sage, you're the Air Force. You have a shortage of knowledge in a particular aircraft. And some of your pilots, are they're not going to re-up. They're like, I'm done. I'm going to go retire. I'm going to go enjoy my life. How much money would you put in front of their face to re-up for another decade? Oh, no. I don't know. I mean, what, 100000 a year? Wait, a year? Yeah. So a million dollars. When, uh, that is a very taxing career. What, flying a plane? Yeah, flying a plane. How is that taxing? The damn thing nearly flies itself. Not knocking pilots. But, but like the G's and that is put on them as they're oh, that's flying. that's true, yeah. I mean, it's not like... Well, you would think pilot. older people would like that because it smooths out their face every 10 seconds. <laughs> So okay, well you're not that far off. They're offering up to eight hundred grand, which in terms of bonuses for the military, ah, like God, what? Yeah, so that was interesting to hear. Oh, another thing interesting to hear, um, just because uh, this is my smooth way in telling you everybody, 
Listen to the TLDR News broadcast. Every weekday, I don't know if I'm going to be doing it Monday. Too. It depends on the hangover, honestly. Because <laughs> uh, I don't want to get on there and be like, oh, and then today in the world, fine. Because I try not to cuss on that one. This one, I don't fucking care. Uh, but for that one, I'm kind of like, eh, newsy, let it, uh, because you can be, you can have your, hey, this is where I'm, I'm free to talk what I say. Free to talk what I say? Yes. Uh, I sheriff, I sound like the sheriff of Rottingham. <laughs> and then on the other side of it, it's there, because you have people like uh, Sarah Silverin, who nasty stand up, just say some of the awfulest shit. And then become a voice in a Disney Pixar movie. So you can, so you can, as long as you have, I guess, an avenue, or nobody really cares, or nobody's going to be like, ah, we're going to be up in arms about you, or maybe that's it. You're just in with the cancellation crowd, so you don't have to worry about getting canceled. Uh, but if I have an area to where I don't cuss, then you know that's a. That's a bit a bit more palatable for people, I guess. Um, but I learned that uh, there was a woman in Ireland, in Blacksod, Ireland. I hope I got that right. It was Blacksod. I know that because it was like Black S O D. Ah, okay. Uh, who accurately predicted that the weather was going to be different on June fifth uh, when they were going to launch D Day, and inadvertently just was like hey it's the weather's gonna be shit and uh or she probably went the weather's gonna be shite and that got back to the the leadership for the are at the allied supreme command or whatever they named themselves and they were like oh shit that's gonna be a problem and so eisenhower's chief weather guy uh i'm sure he had an official title um was able to find a window, was first able to con- to confirm the findings. And this was back in the day when it was hard to do that yeah, because didn't we didn't have science. Well, we had science. We, had science, but it wasn't we didn't have machines bad. telling us things. We didn't we weren't reliant on no, the machines, the numbers the machines were giving us. Yes. Yeah, it was definitely different type of calculations. Back yes, then. yeah. Uh, you could equate it not as 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 complicated, but in the same sense as hidden figures, where it was all a lot of this was hand was they were able to look at numbers and be able to predict things without having computers figure this stuff out. Yeah, have the human computer basically. Yeah, basically, and so he confirmed it, then said, "Hey, we do have a window before everything turns to shit again, weather wise." Because we all know everyone goes to Europe or goes to uh, England for its wonderful weather, and they were able to find a window on June sixth, uh, and thus were able to launch D Day. So she was, and I hate this. I really do. Where they award somebody uh, posthumously? It's After like, death. yeah, it's like, or they honor them afterwards. It's just like what. This is the this is the biggest problem why people us common folk have with the leadership we have and the 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 people who are able to do more in life because of the opportunities and advantages that they are that they have access to is 
the time that it takes to right the wrong is so long that you sit there and go just like, well, what was the fucking point? Honestly, what was the point of saying, hey, she did an awesome job, but she's dead now and most of her family's dead. So, hey, is it because you were bored that day? You needed some good news out there because there was a lot of bad shit that was going on during the time? So you're like, hey, uh, this lady was able to uh, help us out and make sure D-Day wasn't a disaster, that D-Day didn't stand for something else. I mean, back back in the day, uh, women and people of color really didn't get a lot of the recognition that they that's that they true. I mean, it still happens now, but being able but to she look, wasn't even even but American, a, but uh, but still female. <laughs> oh, I mean, oh. And, and being able to look back and be like, hey, you know what? This person actually did make a difference, and it even though it's late, it it does help a lot of the younger generation going. Oh, okay, so oh. we can we can too. It just opens this is up why I'm not a good mentor. I won't be a good mentor because <laughs> I'll be like everything's shit. It's like, well, what about what comes up next? What if I read about this? And just as you were saying, hey, there was a there's somebody else who's reading about her and goes, oh shit, they made a difference and didn't even realize how big of an impact they would make, and they got awarded these things. They were shown recognition. Oh, because if you don't see somebody who's been shown recognition, then it makes it easier to be like, well, why why the fuck would I want to do this? But if you see that, hey, we do remember, we do see you, even though you're dead, we do see what your contribution was, then future generations seeing that will be all, oh. Sometimes even at the time, it doesn't seem like it's that big of a deal. You're just like, all right, we're delaying this for a day. And then later on, you're like, wow, this really actually did make a big impact. Uh, well, that's why I have you on, Sage, to help me help correct those old thoughts that I had. You're like replacing an old roof, the old tiles on the roof. That's what you're doing. You Were you even in the mic on that? No, I was talking about oh. when you, that's why I was chuckling. See, I'm always concerned about that. Can you hear them? Can you hear me? Yeah. Uh, okay, cool. So, what's the thing I need to learn today? Why am I celebrating? New Year's Eve, the changing of the year. Real quick, why is it there's only that Eve? Like, there's, okay, we got Christmas Eve, New Year's Eve, All Hallows Eve, not as, not as well known, but is that the only Eve's? That we specifically call out? I think so. God damn, we're terrible. <laughs> Seriously, Christmas Eve, the night before we get gifts. And New Year's Eve, the night before the new year switches over. And then somehow we get a uh, our, our slate wiped clean and we could start anew. It's like, no, no, you can't. You just continue. You just, your new day could just start whenever you want to better yourself make it tomorrow why do wait why wait to january 1st you're not going to do anything january 1st you're going to recover on january 1st and then what is it going to be oh wait the first monday then i'll be doing it oh wait the first saturday oh wait the first well i gotta get acclimated okay well you know what? i'll just start in february and then you just start the same shit that you were doing for the past years your new year starts any day that's why I'm kind of... Yeah, that's true. I think it's just since 
a New Year's beginning, a lot of people can. Is it the icebreaker? I think, it... I think it's the icebreaker. You're just like, all right, now it's New Year, it's a new whatever. And I want to go talk to you, but I have no idea what to talk about. Yeah. Hey, what's your New Year's resolution? To stop talking to creepy guys. Oh, how's that going? <laughs> how's that going for you? <laughs> Starting off poorly. <laughs> Wait a minute. Now, what if I came back and said, well, yeah, I had this, I have, I've got the same resolution. Would that be a nice chuckle and be like, oh, okay, that's, uh, okay, I'll continue talking to him. Or would that still be like, eh. Of course, I don't think that whole interaction is not creepy at all, unless the behavior beforehand is creepy. That's usually the case. Like, if the behavior ah. before is creepy, then. Then anything said yeah. is inferred as creepiness. Yeah. So what you, so if there was a confidence that you saw, and then he came up and said, "Hey, uh, what's your what's just behavior? Because if someone's like constantly coming up to you and talking to you when you're doing something, you're like, hey, can you talk to me later?' And they don't stop. After a while, like anything they do is just like, dude, just go away and mm. or chick or whatever. You know, it's if if it's that person that's just doesn't get that their behavior is inappropriate, like. It's just downhill from there. And is it needed? Are those interactions needed so that that person can grow? I think so. I think, um, well, you at least you would hope that they would grow yeah. instead, of, instead of blaming everybody else but themselves. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's the hope. Um, and then just some people just are cranky and don't like to talk to other people. So no matter what. So then don't be in does. public. <laughs> then don't be in public. How about that? You get to get a lot of shit delivered to you. Bezos is buying rooftops so he could drop off drone shit. So if you don't want to be talking. You can buy rooftops? What? Jesus. You can buy anything. That's true. Shit. You could buy the airspace that's above your place. Hmm. Yeah. You would. There's one, one thing in America. You can buy everything i heard of a story in florida where they were trying to the state apparently has eminent domain that's just a common thing like yeah we could just take your shit and then pay you for it so they were trying to get this piece of land to develop on and they under or they they undervalued it tremendously and they were all well we're only can we only can give you now this land has been passed down through the family since Back when, you know, slaves and, well, they may not have been slaves. Let me not get that. But basically when America was up for grabs for land titles. Oh, yeah. That's, you know, that's as close as you're able to go to get with this family. They were able to have this in the family forever. And so the county via the state, I guess, tried to get this so they could develop on it low bid them so much to where or they low bid them and then they didn't realize they were messing with a really wealthy family and this is why my my idea about having somebody with a lot of money being able to put up a lot of different uh well okay let me go into that because that's a, it's a, my idea i don't want to sh- i don't want to dilute or not present the impact of my idea so i will use that for another show 
Um, so, but with this one, what they did is they got a law firm who then went back to the state and was like, oh, no, 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 no. We did all of these things or we, we valued it and we went through all these different companies and proceed they did basically that they, they they did their homework and they came back and said you actually owed them like nine million dollars for all of this and it was way over budget of what they had planned to do it was just it was a nice little slap against government going yeah and part of that though was buying the airspace for that property they couldn't just buy the property because then they was like okay well you have to now buy the <laughs> by the air above the of the land it was like fucking hell to be in that world to where you develop or you do these things and there's a price on every little thing because everyone wants to get their piece of the pie of any type of development ever just it's it's amazing to see that type of those things just to get a peek in that world i don't want to live in it because i don't have oh i don't know i just i would f- i wouldn't feel it wouldn't feel right let me say that but it's not. But if it's for you, it's for you. I just wouldn't thrive in that world. It just wouldn't be for me. Just like some people can't do a podcast. Same thing. Now you know that's debatable for here. But at least I'm having a good time. And I guess you could say you could have a good time anytime you're drinking. But I'm talking as well, and I'm hanging out with a very smart person who's helping me out. So I'm liking that too. I think as long as you have fun, you're able to do your thing. Mm. Well, as long as it doesn't hurt people, that's right? That's true. Yeah, I, that's actually, the big thing, right there. I as brought, long as it doesn't hurt. I brought this up in my. Uh, oh, is it? What do I call it? My 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 questioning of religion. Uh, growing up, I did have to go to church, and I, <laughs> uh, I was always just questioning things. So, in the youth part of the church, I forget what that's called. The youth groups? I guess. Um, the Sunday school, yeah. Mm. They they did the thing or they said the thing where everybody has a purpose. And I'm like, I raised my hand and said, what if my purpose is to be a sniper? Is it okay for me to kill people? And they're like, well, no. It's like, well, what if I'm trying to, like, that person's trying to kill somebody. Am I not allowed to kill them? And they just had a tough time because that's heavy shit to be talking about when you're in your fucking preteens. Right. I mean, think about the Crusades. Everyone was like, "Yeah, you're doing the it's the for, Lord's work." Yeah, yeah, the Lord's work. Yeah. And like, well, are you though? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it was that whole talk of like, but what if the Lord? What if God made me to be an instrument of death? Are we cool with that? And if you don't have an answer, then how the fuck do you have answers to the other to these other things? I'm I'm not understanding, but you want me to go dunk my head in water and just come here and tie. It's, all these things are not, it's not, uh, it's not gelling yeah, with me. It's, religion is very open to interpretation. Oh, and good every God has it is. their own. Yeah. Yes, that it does. But to get back on track, which is not in line with this show because it's the disorderly show. <laughs> but I also, <laughs> you know what my resolution is going to be? Because I know we're going to talk about Wait, in your not to not to do spoilers here, but are we going to talk about how resolutions came to be about? I I do touch on it a little bit. A little bit. That is okay. Well, I'm going to say the, the grand thing of the changing of the year. Well, I'm going to say my resolution for the new year in this last show 
of 2023, 13 shows we did. That's No, 14th. This is the 14th show. What the? F- yeah, the 13th <laughs> show, because then uh, this one will never come out. Why? Because I died. And I'll have it in my will to where. <laughs> if, uh, to, New Year's resolution you got there. <laughs> well, not to die, but because there was a thing that was brought out in the intranet years ago on how you could really mess with readers. So you you create this massive, yeah, first create a massive story that everyone wants to read, and it's multiple books. But then what you do is in different countries for the last book, you do different versions of it. And then all these fans are reading it, and then when they get together, they're like, wait a minute, no, my book ended this way. No, mine did this way. And they all start bickering like, what the hell? And then they come to find out, oh, I was given different endings. And then you reveal that there was the actual ending hasn't been released yet or it's, you know, in some hidden area or whatnot to where maybe it makes... That would be an excellent, like... Oh, this idea has been around. This has been around. There's actually people doing TikToks on this very thing, trying to make it a thing. It's like, hey, I've seen that. You're pulling from something else. This isn't... This isn't a, a uh, this isn't a unique or original idea. So don't do it for the clicks. And they're like, "But I'm on here for the clicks." I go, "Oh well, yeah. That's like telling a rock to be a plant. Just it's not going to happen." Uh, but it doesn't mean I won't throw it at you. Uh, the plant, come on, people. Rock leaves bruises. Plants are poisonous. Um, <laughs> yeah, they're poison idea, people. <laughs> Uh, so, oh, the resolution. So, yeah, um, mine is going to be to actually let you, let you, making it sound like I'm the gatekeeper of this. No, it's to where I'm going to be aware? No. Of a, what the fuck is the word I'm looking for? Basically, I'm going to be, I guess aware is what I'm going with. That you did this work for the show, and that I need to leave enough time in the show because eh, what a shocker! Not a lot of people like two-hour-long podcast. Unless you're yelling all the time, then people are just like, "Oh, great! There's a fight! I want to keep listening." But it's not like listening to it to gain knowledge. It's just going loud hey, exactly, yeah. Oh, look <laughs> at the fight! Ah, what were they talking about? I don't give a shit. Look what they were doing. It's like, that's not the whole, that, I don't want that type of show. Will I argue? Hell, we've argued on this before. And with me begging and pleading and saying, hey, I, I will change my ways. Um, no, that's not how it went. It went, uh, I was able to reflect. Uh, oh, that's what we could do. Oh, I know what we're going to do for our last show next year. Next year. Yeah. It's good to plan ahead. Yeah, we'll we'll be able to reflect on all the other shows that we did. That's true. And see which ones that just come right to our minds of like, oh yeah, because then that would be those are the ones that are most impactful. Uh, but my resolution is to acknowledge that no, not I still can't find the word. Basically, learn about what you were going to teach me because I don't want to run into another issue. Oh, that's what ah ha 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 ha. I now know what I was supposed to be talking about. So way earlier when I was like, wait, what were we talking about? We were talking about, um, oh, I don't want to lose it. Don't want to lose it. Um, uh, uh, how we're going to be talking about New Year's. I thought that we, that you already had some, st- you were already doing other things. So you had researched Kwanzaa. 
but we never got to it until the week before it, which is kind of kind of worked out. But you also had stuff that you were already ready for the next shows. And so I didn't want there to be a backlog of work that you've done. I want to get these because I think you're what you're trying to do is tie it into somewhat of a relevant time frame yeah. instead of just, hey, it happened, but let's learn about it now. It's like, ah, well, I it's kind of like Christmas. I really am not I'm not I'm not thinking of Christmas anymore because it's the feeling is past. I guess. I you know, I really just had a good time trying those different whiskeys and watching is that some be movies. A new resolution, try more try different whiskeys. No, it's actually gonna let you teach me and not <laughs> and not just talk the whole damn show. So with that back to our regularly sweet. We have a regularly scheduled program. Uh, <laughs> Not so much. We have bullet points to get to. We have to. bullet points to get like, to. Like white bad audio and TLDR News Roundup. You know, those are the things that I want to keep mentioning for those listeners out there, which I do appreciate. I do. So, with that, Sage. Okay, so. Right, so how, yeah, New Year's give me the 411. New Year's Wiki me this. has been recorded as far back as 2000 BCE in the Mesopotamia era. Is, is, that, is that older than the pants we were talking about? Yes. I think okay. All right. <laughs> Definitely older than pants. All right. So <laughs> they were wearing shorty shorts. Gotcha. Yeah. Before wearing just garbs. Uh, uh, let's see. So, yeah. So if you want to know how old me, any type of New Year's resolution over Holy. So what, what were they doing? Um, They just. It depends. Um, so back in the day, they actually did it during like the spring equinox, so like March, April. Uh, the 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 Egyptian. Well, yeah, because they couldn't really celebrate during the winter because it was like I mean, get I guess, the fuck back inside. <laughs> I guess you could, but yeah, uh, like in during the Egyptians, Persians, and the Phoenician times, they celebrated the in what? September. In the, what? The, the Egyptians and the Persians. Oh, the Persians. okay, gotcha. Yeah, they they celebrated in September. Then you have, of course, the Greeks and the Romans. They celebrated. Uh, so the Greeks celebrated in December in the, during the winter solstice. So from the twentieth through the thirty-first, uh, the Romans celebrated also in spring during March. Um, that actually changed in uh, one hundred and fifty-three BC. I think one fifty-three BCE. Um, they started that on January first until forty-three BCE. Um, and in during medieval times, they celebrated in spring as well, Mar- at the end of March. Uh, the Anglo- What's so special about March? Um, they usually celebrate it during like the equinox. What like, is that? The, the the equinox is. Wait, Elon was over in that time too. He is a time traveler. <laughs> so equinox is uh, it happens four times a year. <laughs> Excuse me, don't, don't inhale. Don't get it. What the fuck are you doing over there? <laughs> You're celebrating too? <laughs> Why am I so goddamn so hot? The equinox happens usually twice a year. Wait, um, twice? I thought it was four. Did, um, I'm going to have to look this up. Okay, I can do it faster than you. you competition, can. competition. E, well, that's not how you spell equan. Equan, okay. Knox, what the fuck? Equin? No, Quan. Ah, Equinox definition. Equinox. 
The time old date at which the sun crosses the celestial equator when day and night are approximately equal length, about September 22nd and March 20th. So twice a year. Yeah. So oh. And so, and wait, that's supposedly when you can stand an egg wait, on that's the an smallest point. Wait, I've never what? tried that. Yeah, supposedly during the equinox, you, you can stand an egg on the smallest point. Okay, so there are two equinoxes, but there's also four solstices. Yes. Uh... There's okay. Well, oh, wait. What the fuck? Okay, this is weird. Uh, astronomically, that's not a word, or that's not how you pronounce it. Uh, astronomically. Astronomically. Why? Thank you. Uh, okay, but let's not get into that. Okay, so two equinoxes, March and September, which coincide with everybody doing it around that time, except for a few of them that were doing it in December. Yeah. Oh, that's and pretty that- cool. Yeah, that actually teetered back and forth for quite a few centuries there. Like the William of when the it Con- was celebrated? Yeah. William the Conqueror, he brought it back to January 1st. And then later, during the the Christendom in England, they brought it back to March 25th. And then again, the Gregorian calendar and the Romanian calendar back to January. So it teetered quite a bit. Huh. So it was, if you're wondering, it, so eventually, obviously... It settled in, into January 1st, and yeah. um, as, as and eventually more and more. Uh, so, let's see, the Gregorian, uh, so the adaptation ori- actually took place in 1582, um, and it started with the Roman Catholic, which went to January 1st, and as the years went on, more European countries gradually started to follow that, um, and of course, you know, you have the certain cultures and countries that follow the un- the lunar years. Um, Jesus Christ, solstice is equinox. Lunar. There was a lot of time There's a spent lot of time. Like, looking we, at the sky. Yeah, I mean, even today you have the Chinese New Year. That is, oh, good God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then you have the Jewish, the Jewish um, calendar that follows it uh, during uh, Rosh Hashanah, which is the... The sound you make when the food is too hot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but they celebrated between September and October. Um, you have the Muslim calendar, which is actually 354 days each year. Um, so, yeah, it's it's celebrated throughout different cultures, throughout centuries, millennia. And it's just interesting to learn about. It's, I mean... The, the, the Romans and the Greeks actually started the symbol of the, the baby as the new year and the old man as the end of the year. Well, how'd they do that? Um, the, it just signifies the beginning of something new. And it, um, obviously the baby and then the, the old man being the end of I wonder if they picked. Eli. I wonder if they did pick an old guy. It's like, hey, you're going to represent the end of the year. Okay. Interestingly enough, uh, there's a feast of, uh, feast of fools um, that used <laughs> to be celebrated um, back in oh my gosh, um, back in the Middle Ages. It was on January 1st, and they would basically just elect a fake bishop, and they would just have this celebration of food and, and just mock all the things. So roasting, they yeah, did roasts. Yeah, you did ah. just roast 
the bishops. <laughs> so, so yeah, you have, and then the uh, the 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 symbolic of you know foods. Some people have like different greens that they do, um, which signifies the prosperity and um, either in life or in money or in health. And then you have the the, the black eyed peas that signify the band. <laughs> No. Will I am is over Will there. Will I am, right? So <laughs> um, yeah, just the black eyed peas, which uh, signify health. And <laughs> Sorry, you can't. Health, just... health and uh, longevity, I think. Um, so yeah, and then and then of course it has a lot of religious connotations with uh, you know people going to church uh, for the Christians. You have the Buddhist monks getting presents. The the wait, that doesn't sound right. Yeah, like if you're a Buddhist, a lot of the monks are are presented with gifts for the day as, as they for the day they get to take it away after the end. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's like uh, something they can use throughout the duration. So it's but I thought Buddhism was where. Okay, I guess that's a that's a topic we can cover next year. But I, I always thought they were minimal, or they weren't. Hey, worldly goods or not? Would we? Yeah, I um. So they 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 do give up a lot of worldly possessions. But that doesn't mean like you can't present them with gifts of food or or money so that they can oh, buy. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha, so, gotcha, gotcha. So there's that. Um, then you have you know the the Japanese and and Chinese that visits their shrines and their their temples. So it 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 is something that's celebrated worldwide and at different times even. So yeah, I remember when they were the concern, the whole Y two J thing. Oh yeah. Well, no, Y two K. Y two J is a wrestler. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, Y two K. And how everybody not only was there were some people that thought it was going to be in the world, and then tried to sue the government because they sold everything, went into an underground bunker, and was like, "Oh shit, everything's fine." Well, you guys scared me too much. Um, <laughs> but because the sun rises in the east, everybody was looking at Japan and China like, is, "Are their shit going to fuck up?" Because the time change happens first with them. And then it was like, oh, everything's fine. Cool. And then. Uh, oh, yeah. There's people buying up uh, gold and silver and, oh, and yeah, spending was a, a nuts, lot of money. It was a nuts time. And, yeah. And yeah, it was so interesting, especially because so a lot of maybe, people are like the Aztec and calendar and yeah. 20. Like that, no, what, 2003 that, or something like that? Yeah. It was like, yeah, the year 2000. It was. Definitely the most interesting year of... Now, would you say that is when everything started going off the rails or when Harambe got shot? <laughs> I have to say it was Harambe. Harambe, got shot. yeah, just that just seems better because up until then, it didn't seem that. I mean, granted, the war we can remember, but apparently nobody else can with the war in Iraq. Uh, that was that was kicked off and that lasted a bit. And it, there was, yeah, it seemed a bit. Like it is now, just I guess diluted comparatively to now, or maybe yeah. we're just more paying attention to now because be. we didn't have as much capability to because we were still relying on just the regular news channels to That's know what true. was going we on. Were very selective on what on yeah spreading. on what was being told yeah. and yeah talked about, or they again just blips of okay this happened this happened okay next thing tomorrow because you're not gonna. Yeah. You're not going to remember this tomorrow. Yeah, there's just so much news going on constantly that you do have to pick and choose what you would spread and talk about. You know what's a hour. good idea? Listen into the Disorderly Show's TLDR News Roundup every day. 
get your quick news in a short amount of time. Uh, get to the oh, meat, meat and potatoes. Yes, the meat and potato. I'm actually going to yeah. think we're going to have you that. You get to the main course. Yes. No fucking appetizers. Because the appetizers are the same goddamn price as the meal. Well, it's like an, it's an appetizer. Why would I be paying the same price for an appetizer of literally less food for a meal, for the main meal? I, I don't understand. Granted, people pay it, and it's like, okay, thanks. It's a business. If you're going to be, hey, you want to buy this for a massive amount of money? Well, yes, I do. Okay, I'm not going to stop you. Which and, is silly, because if they, they would sell more by charging less, but then make more money. No, would they? Not. Would they? I think so. I don't think so, because right now their costs well, are the same, and they're charging more. That's true. Their profit margin is more yeah, but not, on not the appetizer. Yeah, not as many people buy it. So oh, gotcha, so gotcha, gotcha. So, so now less. it's just sitting there, yeah. and they have to do like a... With the possibility of it going uh, bad and going to waste. Yeah, so that's why they do those happy hours. Like, hey, we need to move this fucking food, but nobody's buying it, so let's do a happy hour. I guess that's how, oh, I wonder if that's if that's a sneaky way, uh, not sneaky, but a way you can get into how well a business is doing is how often they have sales and specials and just, hey, come on in. And you're like, wait a minute. Why are you always having this? Oh, is it because nobody's buying your stuff at a regular price? Now, granted, stores like JCPenney are always, they built their brand on, hey, we have a quote-unquote sale. We bought, we, <laughs> these jeans are normally $60, and now we're marking them down to 35 but they still only cost us $5. Uh, so that, you know... Because I remember when the new CEO went in there year, years, this was years ago, back still in those mid early to mid-2000s where they came in and said, hey, we're just going to knock down the price. Just the price is going to be knocked down. And everybody that was a loyal Penny fan, Penny fan? Penny shopper. Yeah, they're like, where are all the deals? Yeah, where's like, the deals? You're, like, the you're, deals are all the time. Why do you need more deals? The jean is already 35 bucks. It's like, yeah, but that's not a deal. Okay, the jean is $65, and here it is for 35 Thank you. See, that's a deal. Yeah, that, that was hilarious. It's Fucking like the, the, what? When, the uh, when Burger King tried to do the third pounder, everyone's like, that's slower than the quarter no, pounder. No, was, it was it, was it Burger King? Yeah, I remember Burger the King. A&W one. Yeah, A&W tried to do it, too. Yeah, and everyone's and everyone's like, like, a third is less than a fourth. It's like, no, it's not. Do you want to split something in four parts, or do you want to split something in three parts? <laughs> There's some people listening right now going, what are you talking about? Four is more than three. Yeah, grab oh, a piece of, of paper and break it up into three equal parts versus four equal parts. Tell me which one's bigger. Fucking, okay. So, yeah, it's just you know, some people, most people, they, well, this is uh, this is why education is a, is a big deal. Uh, but that's for another show, for another day. So, okay. So, from what I remember, with what you said so far, dates been moved around, typically because of the equinoxes, and it was celebrated all around the world. It seemed to be a a universal thing where it was, hey, look, we're we're going to start over, or hey, we we've got through this, and now we're we're going to mark the passage of time. Da 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 da. Okay, so. What's what's the next thing? 
Uh, the next thing is. Oh yeah, so now we left off on uh, where it was a January first for January. a while. Yeah, so that's in here in the U.S. We celebrate January first as the New Year's, and it's uh, just the whole world now. Just the whole, uh, yeah. yeah, large number of the the world does do January first now. Um, but yeah, like a lot of traditions have continued to pass on, like the the per like if you have uh, one of the main traditions being is how you end the year is how you would how your next year is going to be. So if you're having a celebration, that means that next year is going to be a celebration. If you have something oh. that's more mellow, then next year is going to be more mellow. Like some people, I have a friend that as soon as midnight hits, she will have her bags packed and she will go outside and run around her car because she, her thing is, if you if you have that, you will travel, you will have more and more interesting year that next coming year. Let me get this straight. Your friend, who you've known dearly, I would I would believe, I've right? Known her for years, yeah. Known her for years. Gets a couple suitcases, packs them up. Uh, she, it, they, they don't have to be packed. They just got to be. So it's got to be suitcases or a bag or something that you. Well, that's you not indicative with. of travel, then. Is it? You it's, don't pack it's the empty shit. Of it. like, oh. you know, that's like that's like taking a Hot Wheels car and then going, "Hey, I'm gonna get this." I mean, it because could I be. bought it. No, it's, of it. it seems that seems like the Catholic way out of things. Well, that's I what mean, it seems it's, like. <laughs> it's it's the symbolism. Like, how are you gonna start in your year? The symbolism is, I gotta. This is gonna be the new car that I'm going to get by the end of the year or by through this year sometime. Okay. Well, so she takes an empty suitcase. Runs outside. Now, is there a certain amount of times you have to run around the car, or I think does she? she... Three times. All right, three is good. But then, does she put the suitcase in the trunk? And okay, no, we're gonna go. She, then. They, then you come back home because it symbolizes that you go, and then you come back to your home. So really, it's a symbolism of a teasing of a trip because you didn't pack, you didn't do anything to actively go and do anything. It's just a teasing. Well, no one goes anywhere on New Year's Eve. You sit home right. and celebrate with your friends and family. Right, but you could have it packed. You could have the suitcase. You could put it in, Some sit in the car. Some people eat right at midnight because it symbolizes that they're going to get money. How does that? What? Yeah. It's the, the most. What? Yeah, you've, you've never heard that? I wouldn't think cabbage would be the money food. <laughs> So yeah, it's it's. I'm telling you, interesting traditions for for New Year. Uh, uh, yeah, interest. Yeah, I'll agree. Interesting <laughs> is is the key word there. So, and some people will have like, uh, who crosses the threshold of your house in the New Year? Like that's like who's the like, first one who does it at yeah. midnight? Is supposed to be what? Like there's like they're your people, like your the people you can rely on. That yeah. maybe it's the people you're at the party with. Is that too? I don't know. So, yeah. And. Yeah, and some, like or the you know the person that you kiss at midnight—that's the person you're gonna you're gonna marry that year or whatever. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> ooh, okay, that uh, that's uh, okay. That changes my strategy. Or the person you're dating, or the person you're gonna date, just or or it depends on who you're talking to. Some people are like that just means you're gonna have good luck and love that year, or a good partnership. It just it varies. So then, where's the so if you know that's going to happen, then where's the fun in receiving it? So that's what you're working towards. 
So that's your goal for that year. That's why you make a New Year's resolution because that's your goal. You want to get in shape that year. Your goal is to go to the gym. Uh, yeah, they, well, I ran around the treadmill. I didn't use the treadmill. I just <laughs> ran around it. Oh, you just pat the treadmill and <laughs> you turn it on. Hey, work! I removed the clothes, and it's it's. I dusted it off, and it actually still works. All right, so then, okay, so those are those are in line with resolutions, yeah, is what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. Well, what's your what's your resolution going to? Or do you have multiple ones or one, or have you not thought of it, or is it a? I haven't really thought about it. I, my goal is always to learn something new, and I guess mm-hmm. like learn something new is if I can. You can't take mine. <laughs> well, I guess no. You'll be teaching me, so I guess you have to be knowledgeable in it. Yeah, I guess I gotta learn new things. Hey, you're welcome. Resolution accomplished. See, we did it prematurely, just like George Bush did in the Iraq War. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna keep reminding y'all fuckers, because that was a that was a time that you would think a 20 year war would still be a relevant talking point, but nope. It's it's barely even thought of or brought up. It's mind-boggling. Um, so, okay, your resolution is just to learn, and that's mine as well. Uh, do you have any more? Um, just do more things as, as my kids are getting older. Uh, like more things with them or yeah, get more, more things, back into, into more being an adult? Them. More things, yeah. I mean, I definitely want to teach them how to adult. Uh because yeah, but that's a goal. But I meant more doing more adult things as by yourself, like because you're gonna they're gonna be out of the nest soon. I oh, would yeah. I would imagine, right? So then you have to get used to having an empty nest. So are you starting to do incorporate more adult things so there is this vacuum that you have to try to fill because now the time you would have spent with your kids is now completely gone and. Because you obviously don't want to hit back into, you know, oh, everybody's gone, I'm alone. Da, da, da. Empty nest syndrome. Right, right, right. You know, I hadn't thought about that. You're I, welcome. Just, just, you know, doing more with them because they're going to be out of the nest soon. You'll find some time for yourself. I mean, yeah, that's true. Well, you, okay. could, say, okay. you could say this <laughs> is the time. Oh, shit, I'm the adult. I'm the I'm getting you to adult. New resolution in law to do some more things for myself. Well, there you go. Yeah. Uh, any more? No, I think that's it. What about you? What's your besides well, that's what I was that's what I was getting to. But thank you for being courteous and passing the virtual microphone to me. Um, Jesus Christ! I went through that whole big setup, and well, you <laughs> took mine I'm first. Sorry. The whole learning thing. No, because you. It, more than one pe- person can have that's true and plus we're already doing that on the show so it's kind of already starting to be implemented so to say oh just continue the things i'm doing it's like nah um my resolution i thought of this idea is i'm going to try to learn four i'm going to try to establish four habits throughout the year and i'm going to use the quarters throughout the year to help establish those habits so beginning in January, I don't know if I'm going to, it's going to be, I don't know what it's going to be because I have a lot of interests, but I also, I, I might be ADHD. I don't know. I never was tested or whatnot, um, but I got to have the motivation to get it doing. 
that sound right? That, no, that didn't sound right. I have, the, I have to have the motivation to do it. and But I need to have the discipline to do it every day to get it to where, ah, okay, I'm doing it every single day. That's so things is discipline. Yeah. Actually, you know what? The, one of the biggest things was, I might do, this might be the first one I start off with because this will impact the other ones. Actually, getting on a sleep schedule. To where I actually, because I just, I, I I don't know what it, you know what it is? I find my good ideas or I solve something late at night and I go, fantastic, and I continue to work. I continue to figure something out. And then I have to sleep for a bit, then get up for work so I don't get enough sleep. And then because I, my mantra of, hey, do something you want to do every single day. That way, if you kick it, you're able to know, oh, at least I was able to do something I wanted to do every single day. So that turns into a long time uh, of just doing that. And then I'll figure something out, be it what I'm working on or a video game or whatnot. And then it's like, oh, fuck, now I want to experience this more because I figured it out. Where do I go now? Stay way too late. Go to bed. Wake up short time later and keep repeating that process. So... The first resolution, that's got to be it, because if I'm able to get enough sleep, then I'll have enough energy throughout the day to do these other things. So that's going to be that one. The other one is going to be to actually know how to golf well. I can hit a golf ball. Can I hit it straight? No. Uh, the I can consistently hit it bad. So that's going to be another one. Where that falls within the year? I don't know. Uh, learn the piano. And what's my fourth one? I'll probably establish an exercise schedule. Everyone says, yeah, I'm going to exercise and whatnot, but actually spend a month focused on, so that might be just one month to, or those three months, first three months, I'm not doing, and here's here's my thought process. I'm not doing any of those throughout the uh, throughout the month or throughout the first three months. I'm just focused on the sleep. Then, once I got that established, because I think 90 days is long enough to where because you're not going to be great out of the gate. It's going to take you some time to... It's like uh, starting like a diesel engine. to start a bad habit, like 27 just, days to break it or something like that? I have no fucking idea. I just know that my bad habits are comfortable. <laughs> That's usually what bad habits are. They're comfortable. They're comfortable. <laughs> um, but it'll take time to get that established. But once you do, cool. Now it's part of your routine. Then the next... Three is going to probably be exercise because I want to spend a majority of the year being uh, trying to get fitter. Uh, and when people meet me and they're like, your face, we understand why you hide behind a microphone. Uh, at least I want to be able to have be able to wear a shirt to where I'm like, oh, it's it's fitting tight in all the right places instead of like, oh, my God, I have to buy a much bigger muumuu. Uh, and then where the. Uh, where the piano and the golf hole, I don't know. But that's that's my resolutions. See, it's not just, hey, uh, I'm going to just do these generic things. I think of uniqueness. And that's what a good unique part of the show. Unique <laughs> <laughs> oh, you did drama. Or did you do uh, just, did you just like tongue twisters? I, I did do. A little bit of drama in high school, but ah, that's, that's where I, that's, I got. that's where I learned unique New York. When I was in high school, 
I had a choice between playing football or doing drama because the 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 time needed was at the same time. So it's either do drama after school or do football after school. And uh, what a shocker, I chose the one with the ones that already had females available. Wasn't trying to say, oh, that came out bad. Not like, hey, there. it was more, hey, I get to interact with more females here than I can with football. Uh, and plus, I had I didn't have the the mental capacity for the game. I had the ability to do football, but to understand why I'm doing something on the field, nah. And so that really didn't, I was more creative, and that's why I fell, I fell more into the, uh, on the drama side, the females were just a great bonus. Uh, oh, man, I'm remembering. Oh, now I'm going down memory lane. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so another time, another discussion. Sage, it's been fantastic. I really appreciate the the time you take to put into this show because you could have half-assed it and just went, you know, I'm... I don't know if I want to do this show or not. You're you're a bit intense at the end of the week. <laughs> and you definitely have made this show a lot better than it could have been. Now I know some days it'll be just be me, but you've given me a platform, you've given me an idea, a reference point on how to run the show in hopefully the the temporary times that you have to be gone because Hey, you got people to take care of and people that rely on you and all that stuff. And you're all alone. Um, but that's by choice, too, everybody. Don't think that I'm out here trying to advocate of, like, look, I just Tinder says I'm working for me. No, it's it's a choice. It's, um, oh, I'm not going to get into that. It's for another show. That's what it's for. Thank you for having me on. But, it's always fun. Hey, all right. I'm fun. I'm fun. Um. Oh dear God, that would have been a great time for. Um, I'm smart enough. I God, what was it? Oh no, Jesus! Fucking <laughs> uh, uh. Now I gotta fucking find it again because I do because uh. It was the yeah. Well, I'm good enough. I'm smart enough, and doggone it, people like me. I'm gonna have to have that up now so I can reference so I can bring it up quickly. Uh when it's when it's apt, when it's ready. So Sage, I hope your New Year's celebrations go well. Mine is starting is already it's already going pretty well. It's <laughs> um but I also don't want to get to the point where I'm in New Year's and be like, oh guy, you know, I just don't want to end up being like somebody who's not gonna have a good time. Um uh, but I'm, I'm old enough to realize where I'm at now, my levels and all that stuff, um, which, again, could be another topic for another show. Uh, <laughs> you could actually say, Sage, you, uh, no, you could say, Face, you teach me something. And it could be something about drinking, it could be something about strippers, it could be something about uh, relationships, women, because I know a lot about all of those subjects. Uh, so those would be fun. And that would be hilarious if those were the most listened to ones. It's like, oh, this is what the audience wants. Gotcha. But with I that, teach us something. Hey. Yeah. There well, we go. How about how about next year's 
first episode, you teach no, me something. No, 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 <laughs> no, not happening. No, like, you know, uh, okay, we'll talk about it. We'll talk, because right now I'm like, I'm, because if I'm going to be in that, I have to be focused in, because I'm, okay, I have to take the reins for this. I can't just enjoy the scenery in the passenger seat. I have to be the one driving. And I listened to the first episodes of the show, and I'm like, Ugh. I don't know. It's, I really like being on this other other end of it. I do. Uh, but with that, part of the show is talking about one of the Medal of talking about. I can talk. One of the Medal of Honor recipients, and tonight we will be talking about Drew Dennis Dix. So Sage, appreciate it. I do. Thank you for being on the show and hope your New Year's celebration goes well and that you got to tell me what you're, if you decide to run around the car or if you're going to get a microphone and I guess swing it around or if you're going to do karaoke, if that's a symbolism. Uh, oh, well, I was trying to say that you're going to make the podcast more successful by, you know, eating a microphone. I don't know. But you uh, will. Happy, hope you have a Fun and happy new year. Keep it safe. <laughs> uh, but it's same for everybody else. All you listeners out there, have a safe and happy new year. We that's we only say that for liability reasons. Have okay. a good time. Have a good time. Is what we're saying. So with that, let's talk about Drew Dennis Dix. And as always, I'm getting this from the Congressional Medal of Honor Society website. Major Drew Dennis Dix was a staff sergeant on January 1st through February 1st in 1968 when he was serving with the U.S. Army during the Vietnam War. The following is the citation for his Medal of Honor. For conspicuous gallantry and intrepidity in action at the risk of his life above and beyond the call of duty, Staff Sergeant Dix distinguished himself by exceptional heroism while serving as a unit advisor. Two heavily armed Viet Cong battalions attacked the province capital city of Chao Phu, resulting in the complete breakdown and fragmentation of the defenses of the city. Staff Sergeant Dix, with a patrol of Vietnamese soldiers, was recalled to assist in the defense of Chao Phu. Learning that a nurse was trapped in a house near the center of the city, Staff Sergeant Dix organized a relief force, successfully rescued the nurse, and returned her to the safety of the Tactical Operations Center. Being informed of other trapped civilians within the city, Staff Sergeant Dix voluntarily led another force to rescue eight civilian employees located in a building which was under heavy mortar and small arms fire. Staff Sergeant Dix then returned to the center of the city. Upon approaching a building, he was subjected to intense automatic fire and machine gun fire from an unknown number of Viet Cong. He personally assaulted the building, killing six Viet Cong and rescuing two Filipinos. The following day, Staff Sergeant Dix, still at his own volition, assembled a 20-man force and, though under intense enemy fire, cleared the Viet Cong out of the hotel, theater, and other adjacent buildings within the city. During this portion of the attack, Army of the Republic of Vietnam soldiers, inspired by the heroism and success of Staff Sergeant Dix, rallied and commenced firing upon the Viet Cong. Staff Sergeant Dix captured 20 prisoners, including a high-ranking Viet Cong official. He then attacked enemy troops who had entered the residence of the Deputy Providence Chief and was successful in rescuing the official's wife and children. 
Staff Sergeant Dix's personal heroic actions resulted in 14 confirmed Viet Cong killed in action and possibly 25 more. The capture of 20 prisoners, 15 weapons, and the rescue of 14 United States and free world civilians. The heroism of Staff Sergeant Dix was in the highest tradition and reflects great credit upon the U.S. Army. We thank you, Major Dix, for your contribution and showing everybody else that when it comes to serving, you do 100%. You don't sit there and go, well, it's, it's not the right time, or that's not how I want to do that, or can somebody else do it? You, along with everybody else that we've talked about, have shown you do it 100. My, my actions, my goals, my focus is to get you out, to get you safe, to get you out of harm's way in this context. But for everybody else that serves in those positions where – you're not looking out for yourself. You're trying to better a situation for somebody else. Why don't we have more focus on that? Why is that that we don't? Maybe I could do that. I don't know. Possibly. Get big enough. But again, now the question is, why get big enough? Why not start small? Why not start that foundation? So when you do get big enough, it's easy to do, Wade. Here I'm convincing myself to do something next year with this platform better than it is now. Did that sound right? Better than it is now? Maybe? I don't know. Something in my head's going, I can't believe it's not better. But with that, I hope you enjoy the festivities and that the start of your new year is a good way to end it to where when you start it, you know when you look back on this day next year. Uh, that, for one, we're, uh, we don't have a, the potential of a civil war happening because then well who's going to listen to the show right nobody's going to listen to me i gotta pick a side i gotta be a voice for somebody and i just don't want that i want to be able to be me to be free to dance like disney is like i'm going to say uh dance like a disney character um and that we just come out better and i think that's that's the hope of a new year is that we can start to become better. That we tried this year, made some improvements, failed some places, but with the start, you always have that hope. And my hope is that you have the passion to start something, the motivation to keep going, and the discipline when though when that motivation fails to keep going because you have a passion to get it done. Always try to improve, I guess. And with that... For Sage, I'm Face for Radio. We thank White Bad Audio for supplying us all these tunes. Keep doing it, por favor. This has been the Disorderly Show for 2023.